Welcome to the Hot Lava Podcast. My name is Kevin Ace. I cover the Padres for the Union Tribune. Jay Posner, sports editor of the Union Tribune. Padres, Pirates tonight just got done winning a series against the Giants. Baseball's a funny thing, Jay. You know, you split the first two, you win the final one. Ooh, wow, what a great series. You win the first two, you lose the final one. I'm sorry, you won the series, but oh gosh, what happened? Hey, the fact is, Padres have some of the same old recurring issues. They got some pitching problems. They're 16 and 13. Uh, It's May 3rd. Jay, what do you want to talk about? First of all, it's good to have you back. Missed you you on uh, Friday. Yeah, yeah, right, okay. did have a Uh good discussion, though. Great talk with... uh, Of course, John's the best. Our old friend John Shea from yeah. San Francisco. A lot of pressure leading the show, though I felt. And uh, <laughs> it's a different so animal, Jay. Great appreciation for for what you do uh, all these don't, all these weeks. No, until you're sitting in the captain's chair, is what Nick exactly, Hannibal always said. Exactly. His dad, his dad uh, drove the tuna boats. Is that what you do? You drive a tuna boat. That's something like that. I don't know. So <laughs> yeah, I just I just know you got to eat a lot of beans before you can uh, get <laughs> something. But, you could do uh, a whole show of Nick Cannon's <laughs> You really could. We need to have Nick on here. We just need to have somebody figure out the technology uh, to get him on here. To agree. he can talk all about Nick on here talking baseball. Talk all about the shift. I could, uh, Alex Dickerson, I think, lost two hits yesterday because of the uh, <laughs> because of the shift. But but no, I mean, otherwise it's. Uh, you know, it's another another week. The Padres are basically done with a month of the season now. Twenty nine games, as you said, sixteen and thirteen. They have won six of the last nine uh, after a little bit of a rough stretch. All in the division, right? Yeah. I was going to say all in the division, including you know beating winning series against the Dodgers and the Giants. So in the in the big picture, that's that's what you want to do. I was out there Friday night. You Darvish, another excellent outing from Darvish. And then I was out there yesterday, a not so excellent outing from Joe Musgrove. A little bit of a weird game, though. He looked looked really good early. And then, you know, he walks the number eight hitter. I think he was a, it was either one and two or two and two, and he ended up walking him. Uh, and then the bunt, he screwed that up. And he had a chance to get the guy at second base. And and then the, the, the cheap hit the left field, I think you called it a sliced backhand that, uh, you know, landed just inside the line. And then, the, you know, tennis. right. And then the bad, you know, the bad pitch that got hit for a home run. Uh, and and it felt like that was, it was weird, but it felt like that was kind of the game at that point. And it turned out it was. The Padres had their chances, but it seemed like the, the best chances came. They'd have two runners on and two outs. And then right. somebody would smash a ground ball at third base or a line drive at third base. And, and that would end the inning. But so I, I think, you know, we can start with the pitching or the hitting. I'll leave it up to you since you are in the captain's chair. Well, let's start with the pitching. And first of all, Joe Musgrove, it was a weird play because Joe Musgrove is fantastic fielder. There was zero doubt in your mind. He was going to get the lead runner and then oh, he yeah. just messed it up. That's it. I mean, it wasn't like, Oh, pitchers got the ball. What's going to, it was like, Oh, okay. They're, they're going to get the lead runner. Gotcha. Okay. Joe's in control. Oh, wow. That wow. didn't work out. And then he boom. The ball. Uh, right. Yeah, it was a bad pitch. He got fortunate. Well, he made a nice play at first, and Jerickson Profar made a really nice play. Or Mike Talkman would have had a much better day yesterday if, if it weren't for the really good defense in the first. And there was some other good defense behind him yesterday. Manny, Tatis. Joe just didn't have a good day. Um, yeah, Cronenworth, uh, Cronenworth made a Cronenworth. Couple, of, uh, couple good plays. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I thought the defense was uh, – other than the the one, you know, miscue by Musgrove, but he some really good plays behind him. I, you know, the first two plays, the one where Cronenworth makes the great play in right field, and Musgrove 
tiptoes at first base and then Profar with the fantastic catch out in deep right center. And, you, you know, you're, you're thinking, boy, this is the kind of day where you, the guy could throw a no hitter with defense like that behind him. Didn't, didn't uh, quite didn't quite work out. Uh, Joe Musgrove and a no hitter. Come on, I know. Plus, who, who, Joe, yeah, that's never going to happen. So you know, Darvish is the one guy right now that you can count on. Seems like every start he's going to go seven innings and he's going to give up one run. Now I, I don't expect that streak to last the entire season, but he's really good and he's pitching really well. And it's it's fun to watch him pitch and it's fun to watch guys at the plate sort of be fooled. You know, with two strikes, they're they're looking for some, you know some off-speed pitch or junk pitch, and then he throws a 94-mile-an-hour fastball by him, or then they start looking for the fastball and the junk pitch fools him. He's fun to watch. He shows some, he's been showing some emotion on the mound uh, after big outs. But, you know, then you get to Blake Snell, and let's face it, right now Blake Snell is a five-inning pitcher, and it's not something that you that the Padres want to believe and I'm, or that Blake Snell wants to believe, but – that's what we've seen so far is that he's a he's a five inning guy and he might get you into the sixth. But at this point, he hasn't shown that he can get over that hump that has basically been staring at him for a couple of years now. Not to say he can't, but right now he hasn't been able to do it. It's confounding because the last two games in particular, and you, I think you could go back three and make the same argument, but definitely the Dodgers game and, and this one for three innings, I think against the Dodgers, it was four. You were like. Oh yeah. Okay. He's got it. He's, I mean, his stuff is as good as ever and yep. he's being efficient. And then it's, it's uh you know, three out of five batters. It's, it's Oh, two or one, two and a walk or, or a two strike hit. And suddenly it's not like, you know, they scored four runs on him. I mean, it's the weirdest five inning pitcher that I certainly <laughs> have, have seen. Cause it's not like, Oh, hold your on. It's like one run, two runs. I think it's basically yeah. two runs. And but it's 87, 90 pitches and that's it. You know, um, maybe, yeah, I, I see people being frustrated. Let him push through. Well, he hasn't done it. He has not done it since the middle of 2019. Mm-hmm. And so they are being careful. Maybe there is a point where they go, all right, you know, Blake, we're going to, we're going to Aaron Northcraft you, or we're going to, uh, you know, uh, Nick <laughs> Ramirez, you, we're going to let you out there to just wear the sixth inning and, and, and push through it. I have no idea. I'm, I'm throwing stuff out there because like I said, this guy's stuff is phenomenal. Right. And you, you know, you wonder, cause he's also getting a lot of strikeouts and you just wonder what is it? And I think yeah. if, if Larry Rothschild, if everybody else, can't figure it out, then I think we're all just left to go, okay, let's let's watch this and see how it plays out. And either in uh, a few months, we're going to be going, well, maybe we shouldn't have blamed the Rays for so much. Or, you know, <laughs> we're going to say, okay, right, Blake, Blake Snell worked through it because he is a heck of a pitcher. You're 100% right, right Jay. He's a five-inning pitcher right now. But it's like, my gosh, that makes him sound like so many other guys who have come through here uh, yeah. for the past year. And he's so much better than them. But the bottom line is he, right now he's a five-inning pitcher. Well, and the other night was a perfect example. Like I said, three innings, I think 40 pitches. And then two in, the next two innings, he needed 
I think 51 pitches, uh, just in all kinds of in all kinds of trouble. And no, he's he's better than just saying, like you said, better than just saying, oh, he's a five inning pitcher because he's really good. But he gets into these messes, and then I think he pitches his way out of it most of the time because he's really good. Although it's mm-hmm. interesting, he will not be facing the Pirates, which I'm sure he would have liked another chance to to get at them. That was his one really bad start. I wonder if part of it is you know the idea of pushing through beyond 90 pitches. It seems like every time he pitches. And he gets into that mode where it's we're through five innings. It's like three to two or two to one. And and there's Great that point. you know, it's like, well, maybe it's not the time to let him push through. Yeah. You know, you can let Aaron Northcraft stay out there and throw 45 pitches in two innings or whatever it is, or Nick Ramirez or somebody like that, when it's a six to one game and you've pretty much yeah. said, Well, this is you know, this is it. But with Snell, it's like, okay, it's the sixth inning and it's three to two. This is not the time to experiment. Uh, with that. So maybe, and, you know, we'll get to the offense in a little while, but maybe if the offense could, you know, get him a six to one lead or something, it might be a little different. So, you know, then you've got Musgrove, who we've talked about before. And after that, right now, who is there? What was sum up what we have? I, I don't think anybody had Miguel Diaz uh, starting a game on, on May the 3rd at the start of the year. So how, where, how did we get to this point? Uh, first off, I'm a huge Miguel Diaz fan, fully aware that if he can't throw strikes, he's completely worthless. But great I am stuff, telling though. you, my gosh, stuff. this guy's stuff is great. Yeah. You just denigrate this guy and say, forget the fact that he was a rule five and that he never should have been in the majors in 17. And that it will take him, if he's a Hall of Famer, it'll take him five seasons to dig out from those numbers. <laughs> um, but uh, the fact that in 2018, he struck out like 30 batters in 16 innings. Um, I don't think his walk numbers were terrible that year, but he look, he has a problem with the strike zone okay so that said we don't have any idea what we're going to get from him tonight they'd be right. thrilled if he can go against the pirates four innings as he's been doing at the uh, you know alternate site uh they would be thrilled with that where are we at after that we're at uh three guys who are on the shelf and we don't know for how long it certainly seems like all three of them denelson lemek brian weathers and chris paddock could be back at any moment uh my understanding is chris paddock's feeling well we can't say what he has there's only one thing that you're so secretive about um <laughs> and, but my understanding he's feeling well and and that it could be you know any time you know that you got to go through the testing to, to get back ryan weathers it seemed like his bullpen went fine yesterday it seemed like denelson lamette's last two bullpens have gone really well and that these two guys had injury scares more than injuries however no one is saying when they're going to pitch again. Now, they threw bullpens yesterday. They have a opening Tuesday night because you Darvish pitches on Wednesday. Right. At this point, I'm expecting that one of those two guys will pitch. If they don't, Jay, then it's like, okay, what's going on? Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and if they don't, then one of them's ending up, well, I guess Nelson's already on the injured list. But if Ryan Weathers can't come back soon, you're – you know, you're, you're calling someone up and maybe at that point, and I know that Jeff Sanders, if it hasn't been posted already, I had some chores around here. That's how it goes. Uh, when you are never home, you got to take care of some things on a Monday morning. I don't know, maybe it's already posted, but I know Ryan Weathers is, or, uh, sorry, Jeff Sanders is writing about, uh, the double a, uh, assignments and he's writing about Mackenzie Gore because everyone's question is where's Mackenzie Gore. Well, Mackenzie Gore is throwing like five innings at alternate site. Uh, there's reports that he's uh, good for three or four of them, but that he still is having a little bit uh, 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 command issues. Uh, his, you know, and his strikes are missing more than they, or his balls are missing more than they should. There's not enough uh, strikes in the right part of the zone, and then for three innings he'll look great. 
that doesn't sound like a guy you want to bring up unless you absolutely have to. Right. right? So right. Um, it's all up in the air right now, Jay. Um, I wonder tomorrow if we, I mean, again, this is assuming both these guys <clears throat> could pitch, but you could almost piggyback Lamette and Weathers tomorrow night if they're both ready to go because there aren't, you know, after that, there's not really a spot till the weekend. Um, depending, and again, depending on what Paddock does, because you got an off day Thursday, Snell and Musgrove would be normally set to pitch on, on Friday and Saturday. And, you know, now you're already getting into, you're getting into Sunday, Monday type of, type of stuff. So maybe, you know, if, if everything is okay, maybe we see Lamette and Weathers tomorrow night. If we don't see either one of them, then I do think there's definitely reason to say, Hey, what's going on here with these guys? You, you, you say you're not worried about them. But it's been a little while, and we're not seeing them, especially Lamette, because it will have been about 12 days, I think, tomorrow. So if he's if he's still not ready tomorrow after a couple bullpens, then that that might tell us there's a little bit more going on there. Right. So, Since no one has ever said Denelson Lamette is injured, not from the time right, he walked right. off the mound, like as in a torn UCL or an injury that requires some sort of procedure. No one, not not around Lamette, not around the team. So, you know, if, if he can't pitch, then it's just such a, it's just such a mystery. Right. And the other thing is on, on Gore, I think the one, the one good thing about the minor league season, and I, I, I meant to look up the exact date, but I, I think the minor league season begins, is it tomorrow for most of these teams? Tomorrow, the fourth. Yes. Right. so. So the good thing about that is the Padres, there have been some teams, I believe that seen on Twitter, like the Mariners and the Orioles have been very forthcoming about the alternate site games uh, to the point of releasing box scores and, and things like that. The Padres have not done that at all. The, the good Padres thing are about, the New England Patriots now. Right. And I'm sure other teams have, look, I haven't sure. monitored all, there might be 25 other teams that aren't either. I, I don't know. Absolutely. I'm just saying the Padres have decided they're not going to do that. It's their prerogative. But starting tomorrow, when the minor leagues start playing, the good thing is now we can watch those games. We can see, or if you don't watch them, you can at least see the box scores. And if Mackenzie Gore has, you know, five walks in three and a third, okay, now we're we're seeing that. Or if he pitches, you know, five shutout innings with nine strikeouts, we're seeing that. And the same with all these other guys uh, in the minors. And it's it's funny because it used to be when the minor league season began, um, there was great anticipation <laughs> to see what so many guys were doing. I, I don't think most Padre fans are as interested in that now as uh, as they were. Funny how that works. Yeah, a couple of years ago, there's bigger things to worry about. But it, I'm I'm very eager to see what what guys like Gore do and and some of the other uh, pitchers down there and and players as well. I mean, C.J. Abrams, where where do we see him and 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 how good how good is he? How does he, where does he pick up? Uh, from where he left off, you know, it's been over a year and a half since these guys played in actual minor league games. You know, you go back basically to Labor Day of 2019. And for some of them, it was even earlier. I mean, I think Gore was shut down uh, before that. So that's one thing to keep an eye on this week. And and I know Jeff Sanders uh, will be doing that, keeping an eye on the minor leagues. And, and what are we seeing down there and how good are some of these guys doing or or how poorly are they doing? And of course, let's make sure we overreact to every single start or every single at bat. So it could we'll treat it just like the big leagues. Uh, there, there is some thought based on what you're saying, too, uh, that 
Mackenzie Gore will do well to be in a competitive situation. It has been a long time. Yeah. You could you could say, and we may look back on it and look at it as this guy's development was essentially on hold. Uh, now, no, because he will have learned a lot about himself and certain things that he needs to do. But the fact is, this guy has not pitched in games, and there are certain mentalities that that sort of need that. He hasn't pitched in games in almost two years, so yeah. I, yeah. I think this could be this could be a big deal. And a month from now, Mackenzie Gore could be up here uh, pitching for, for the Padres. Uh, look. You should really hope not, because that means that everyone's healthy and pitching well. So, <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. If he could stay in the minors for another three months or or even the entire season, I don't think that means that as long as he's pitching well, that's not a bad thing. I mean, it, you know, he's pitched in just a, a handful of games at Double A. Um, not everyone is Ryan Weathers, um, and I, I don't think you can compare just because Ryan Weathers sort of made a leap up to the big leagues and has, has shown well so far. You can't say that every other pitcher in the minors, whether it's Gore or guys with other teams, well, that guy's terrible because he hasn't done the same thing. Certain guys need to develop at a certain pace, and Weathers made a leap. Other guys haven't, but there's there's plenty of time, and, and you would hope, as you said, they've got five, six pitchers that should be able to fill – spots in the in the big league rotation and could be and and who knows Miguel Diaz could be another one depending on what we uh what we see from him so now what about the hitting Kevin when is somebody when is when are some of these guys going to start to hit because this offense you know you look and games they break out in certain games you know the other night in Arizona you know oh my gosh look at this we got 12 runs and we got what was it seven straight hits and everything's fixed. We're, we're going back to, you know, this is the team we thought we had. And, you know, San Francisco, they got three runs Friday night. They got one run yesterday. Um, the game on Saturday night, they only had two or three runs, I think until the very end uh, when they put up some numbers. So what, what is going on with this offense? You, you solve it for us. Well, from the beginning, you had Tati struggling, you had fam struggling, you had no Austin Nola, you know, Manny Machado is uh, scalding balls, um, you know, probably far more than he uh, usually has on the ground. But but he is scalding balls and he is hitting line drives that are, are finding people. Uh, so you have a lot of factors. Uh, Tommy Pham starting to heat up. Austin Nola is coming back. Um, so I, I think that there still can be some justification to them being like, well, well, we'll get there. We'll get there again. It's it's May 3rd. But. You just haven't had guys. I mean, Eric Hosmer, Tatis in the past week. Eric Hosmer's been your most dangerous hitter. Right. I'm a huge Eric Hosmer guy. That's not how this offense uh, should be. And a guy with a, I don't know what it is now, 825 OPS, probably shouldn't be uh, your leader. Uh, I don't care how good your pitching is. That's why you're 16 and 13, probably. Um, Jake Cronenworth was uh, very cold. Uh, They haven't been. It was like yesterday's game. Oh, the defense looked great. Pitching wasn't great. The hitting wasn't great. They haven't been able to put everything together. Their offense has not been able to have guys together. Uh, Recently, a few guys have heated up. Will Myers is in his first slump since 2019. Yeah, I was going to say, you addressed some of that um, in your newsletter today about his his tendonitis and his how he wasn't going to wasn't going to be a big deal and was he going to tell us that story for those who missed it about not playing day games after night games well yesterday he missed his uh, third day game after a night game since the 10 and that's that doesn't even count the first one he missed which was while he was out uh, initially so he's basically not played a day game 
after a night game since the tendonitis, you know, flared up in Pittsburgh. Um, and I just wrote about how back the first day game he missed, I just asked Jace Tingler if this was going to be a normal thing. Um, and it was pretty obvious I was asking because of the knee and Jace acted as if I'd never seen a baseball game before and that they just rest everybody from time to time. And well, like I said, no, my question was completely legitimate as of what at the time I'm not trying to rip Jace Tingler. It made me laugh. Then I've been doing this a long time. And I know when a guy is putting one over, trying to put one over and it made me laugh yesterday when he wasn't in the lineup. I, uh, I, I in a way I feel bad for these managers. They're trying not to say anything. And sometimes it's just such blatant bull. <laughs> right, right. And sometimes you, you want to tell him, you know, you can just say it and it's not going to be a big deal. If Will Myers, if Will Myers needs to rest on a day game after a night game, because until he gets his knee straightened out, I, I don't see how that's a big factor to just say he needs to uh, he needs to do that. I do think <clears throat> we should mention Trent Grisham has been excellent. And I think his OPS might be over 900. There, okay. 916 at this at this point he's been he's been good he's been hitting the ball the other way quite a bit as you've uh as you've noted uh so i i think you know is he not qualifying him. yet jay because i i looked at the uh the list uh last night i don't know i just was just looking on okay. the screen there with our our fine producer okay john kelly putting that up on the uh it's uh, right there he did that the, to be like hey kevin look exactly grisham right there so, okay so yeah grisham and hosmer have been have been good pretty much throughout. Cronenworth has slumped. Myers has slumped. You don't want to worry too much about Machado. He got off to a slow start, I think, last year, even in the shortened season, and then caught fire. He has been hitting the ball hard, but at some point, you know, he's got to do yeah. more. He's got to find a way to make it pay off. The other night, some the three-run homer. Hits. Yeah, the yeah. three-run homer was big uh, the other night, but he should not have a 702 OPS um, even after 30 games. So I, you'd expect more from him. Tatis had the huge week, you know, a week ago, but outside of that, still not quite back to where you would expect him to be uh, on base percentage for the year of 326. That should be higher. So, yeah, I mean, Austin Nola, if, if they get the Austin Nola who was in Seattle last at the beginning of last year, that will be a big deal. I mean, Victor Caratini has done a great job handling the staff, but I think we've we've seen why Victor Caratini is not you know, an everyday catcher. He just does not have the offensive game to be able to do that. And you'd, you, these guys are going to expect more from than a 600 OPS from Austin Nola. So uh, I, I think that uh, <clears throat> I think that could help. And, you know, and like I said, Tommy Pham's heating up again. Tommy Pham's heating up, still doesn't have a homer. He hit a single yesterday that was basically <laughs> like there was no chance it was going to be anything more than a single because he hit it off the left field wall at 112 miles an hour. And yeah. then it bounced right to the left fielder. And Tommy Pham standing on first base, like, did I just get a single? Like, I think he was halfway to second. And he's like, oh, geez. Uh, no, I, I, like, I've always had faith in Tommy. And uh, he's, you know, probably not happy with you, Jay. But, uh, you know, I've always had faith in Tommy Pham, <laughs> just like Jay Stingler. Um, you know, Jay Stingler is one of my favorite things is to ask him about Tommy. Well, you know how I feel about Tommy. Uh, you know, <laughs> yes, I do. Um, so gosh, Jay. Yeah. Everything we've said about him is true. I still don't know what it means because I do think there's evidence that this offense is almost certainly going to be better. I mean, I can't imagine that they're not better and closer to what they were. I do want to say 
that I think that the first month has at least shown that they have a lot to prove, right? Yeah. Like I'm not taking away from anything that happened uh, to, from last season, but it was two months. I mean, Fernando Tatis Jr. was the best defender in baseball for two months. Um, you, know, uh, you know, Will Myers was fantastic. There was no slump in Will Myers. Uh, there are a lot of things that show you that wasn't a full season. I'm exhausted after, you know, Tatis injury, no hitter, every game close, basically. Uh, and it's been one month. There are five months to go <laughs> in this season. This is three times as long as last year. The Padres have a lot to prove and a right. lot of individuals have a lot to prove and their collective ability to to be you know to constantly take the unselfish at bats and, and be that team for an entire season they have a lot to prove no i think you're i think you're right and and uh, so we'll see <clears throat> they get out of the division this week yeah uh, let's talk some pirates baby <laughs> the pirates aren't very good they did split four games mm-hmm. with the padres oh. A few weeks ago, and then it's a road trip to San Francisco and Colorado. So you're right back in the division. But we always say this to to win some games. But <laughs> you've got three with the Pirates, and then six with the Rockies coming up here in the next couple of weeks. So you are facing some bad teams along with the uh, the Giants and the and the Cardinals coming up as well. But uh, Pirates Tyler Anderson throwing tonight is you know not a bad pitcher. We've seen him with the uh, Rockies. He gave uh, him a, Mitch- a, what a, he pitched into the sixth, gave up a yeah. run. Mitch Keller pitches tomorrow. The Padres batted him around pretty good in Pittsburgh. And then I believe it's JT Brubaker pitching on Wednesday. Don't know anything about him other than he's got some good numbers. Uh, he does. Five and, starts. Those are legit yeah. numbers. It's like a one right. whip, a two, two, three, two something uh, yeah. ERA. And, and he'll be against Darvish on uh, on Wednesday. That's a five early 5-10 start. So it, it it's, uh, probably gets some shadows out there because i think we're supposed to get sun over the next few days unlike what we uh well some of us had to sit through yesterday in the stands and and uh, one of us was uh, comfortable in the uh in the press box but yes uh, one of us was one of us was uh, sitting in the uh in the downpour okay it was a mist drizzle kind of thing but uh it was funny i i sent a picture to um of my wife and I sort of uh, damn walking because uh, my battery's running low. Uh-oh. Wouldn't that so be fun- something if I just if I just, if just faded out right now? Faded out there. We That'd we were hilarious. bundled up yesterday. We were bundled up yesterday with our jackets on and hoods up because of the rain. And I sent it to my uh, nephew and my brother in Ohio. And my my nephew said, "Is it <laughs> is it thirty degrees there?" And uh, <laughs> I wrote him back and said, "It's sixty and it's freezing." So uh, it's funny how that feels in San Diego. I know in 60 in Ohio and the Indians fans would all be wearing shorts and t-shirts and uh, depending on where you're at in that ballpark too, it's the coldest place in San Diego. It it really is. And we, you know, (laughs) I I don't, I don't want to complain at all about where my seats have been because they, but we have been moved around and my seats are always, they're generally in the lower part of the upper deck, but this homestand we're way up high. We're like in this, uh 15 20th row of the upper deck it gets windy up there and um that's so that's that is one place where it's it's different but uh you're eye to eye with but, jack on top of the uh the, the foul pole in right field that's right that's right yeah. i still want I, I i still want jack to light up um i want jack to the have to light up when they hit a home run 
Uh, I accept like Jack, that. but if he lights up, I'm going to be anti-Jack. I'm fine <laughs> with it. Make your bucks where you got to. That's fine. That's an, you know, it's not like they went out of town. We all grew up in San Diego with the, yep. that's Jack is San Diego. I am down with it. But if he lights up, Jay, I'm out. Okay. Then you're done. Uh, then you're done. Last thing all I'll right. say. Uh, I'm not going to overreact. We're not nothing. And I know that, uh, you know, what Tyler Anderson uh, did and, and he's had a pretty good season. I got this uh, JD Brubaker. Great. Super pirates have lost four in a row. They can't hit. They stink. Look, I mean, come on. The Padres got to win another series here. Right. We don't want to be back here on, on Thursday or Friday and, and be talking about uh, losing a series to the pirates. I would think so. Okay. There we go. All right. All right. Everybody, thank you so much. And uh, we will talk to you after this series before uh, I head to San Francisco. Thanks a lot. Sounds great. Thanks, everyone.